his voice was barely a whisper. Denise paused. For months after Randy's death, she'd thought every shadow was something sinister waiting to pounce on her. Even over a year later, she still hadn't totally managed to shake that feeling. Now her aunt and her cousin had died within a month of each other, and Paul also seemed to think death loomed right behind him. Was that a normal part of the grieving process? To feel that when death took someone close to you, it was coming after you next? Do you want to stay at my house for a few days? She asked. I could use the company. Actually, Denise preferred being alone, but Paul didn't know that. The careful investing Randy had done disappeared in the stock market crash, leaving her with just enough to bury him and to put a down payment on a new home, away from most of her family. Her parents meant well, but in their concern, they'd tried to take over her life. At work, Denise kept herself distant from her co-workers, and the seclusion had helped this past long, hard year as she dealt with Randy's death. Still, if staying with her helped Paul through the initial shock of his double loss, she'd gladly give up her solitude. Her cousin looked relieved. Yeah, if that's okay. Denise signaled for the bartender. Of course. Let's head to my house before I have any more drinks. You've already had too many, so we'll take my car and pick up yours in the morning. I can drive, Paul argued. Denise glared at him. Not tonight. Paul shrugged. Denise was glad he didn't fight it. She'd hate herself if Paul got in an accident after going out drinking with her. Aside from her parents, he was the closest family she had left. She took care of the check over Paul's objections, and they went out into the parking lot. After that incident three months ago, Denise made sure to park in a well-lit area as close to the bar's entrance as possible. As a further precaution, even though Paul walked with her, she kept her hand on the repellent spray dangling from her keychain. She had two of those, one filled with pepper spray, the other with silver nitrate. Humans weren't the only ones who liked to attack at night. The guest room is small, but there's a TV in it, Denise said as they reached her car. You want to? Her voice cut off in a scream as Paul was jerked back, a man appearing out of nowhere behind him. Paul tried to scream too, but an arm tied across his throat prevented him. The stranger's eyes seemed to burn as they looked from Denise to her cousin. Another one, he hissed, placing his fist across Paul's chest. Denise screamed as loud as she could, raising her pepper spray and sending a burst of liquid into the man's face. He didn't even blink, but Paul's eyes swelled shut as some of it hit him. Somebody help! Denise shouted again, spraying until the container was empty. The man didn't even budge, while Paul's face began to turn blue. She grabbed the silver nitrate next, unloading its contents in four frantic bursts. The man did blink at that, but in apparent surprise. Then he laughed. Silver, how interesting. Denise was out of weapons, and the man hadn't loosened his hold by a fraction. Panicked, she balled her fists and flung herself at him, only to fall to the ground a moment later on top of her cousin. What's going on out there? Someone from the bar called out. Denise glanced up. The stranger was gone. A large German shepherd sat a few feet off, its mouth open in a doggy grin. It turned around and ran when a handful of people from the bar came over to them. Someone call 911, Denise exclaimed. 
noting with horror that Paul wasn't breathing. She placed her mouth over his, blowing hard, and began to choke as she tasted pepper spray. Coughing and gasping, Denise saw a young man try CPR on Paul and then fall back, choking as well. She pressed her fingers to Paul's throat. Nothing. Almost a dozen people stood over her, but none of them seemed to be reaching for their cell phones. Call a goddamn ambulance, she got out, pounding on Paul's chest and trying to blow into his mouth even though she could hardly breathe herself. Come on, Paul, don't do this. Through her blurred vision, she saw her cousin's face turning a darker shade of blue. His mouth was slack, his chest motionless under her hands. But Denise continued to pound on his chest, cupping her hands around his mouth to blow into it without her lips coming into contact with more pepper spray. She didn't stop until the paramedic...